During this pandemic, you may have noticed we're all finding new ways to communicate with our colleagues, our friends, and our families virtually. I, did you even know what Zoom was a few weeks ago? And how many of us since then have, have already set up weekly cocktail meetups with friends or family on Zoom? The question is, how safe is Zoom? So I want to start off there. Uh, 640 Toronto cybersecurity expert uh, David Shipley joins the program right now. David, good to have you on. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being here. You know, Zoom has uh, seen its global daily activity of users skyrocket 67% since the start of the year. I would imagine even more since the start of this month, at least here in uh, North America. Let's start off with privacy risks related to Zoom, because a lot of people are using Zoom, and I understand it does collect information on its users. Tell us a little bit about it. So Zoom's had a couple of bad days uh, over the past week as it's had to scurry to update its policies, clarify its technologies, and in some cases uh, issue some updates to fix some mistakes they made. So one of the things that they got in trouble for was uh, they had uh, integrated their iOS app for Zoom with uh, Facebook to send analytic data, that is usage data, who's using it, when, how, etc. And they hadn't realized the extent to which they had granted Facebook permissions to gather information. And we've seen other apps make this mistake before. Uh, That raised the ire of a great deal of privacy and security advocates. And so they were forced to backpedal pretty hard. They've actually updated their Zoom app, removed that Facebook functionality, and fixed that particular problem. And then on the heels of that, uh, a couple of security researchers... Wait, before you get to that, before you get to that, I want to stick, I want to make sure that we're all on the same page here. So to quote one of my favorite movies of all time, When Harry Met Sally, um, you can't take it back. It's already out there. (laughs) So... Yes, uh, that's... And I know people were expecting me to go to, I'll have what she's having, but no. Um, (laughs) So let's let's talk about Facebook. So if you haven't updated your, your... You've got the app, Zoom app downloaded onto your iPad and you're using that. If you haven't updated it, is it still going to send information to Facebook? And the information that was sent to Facebook, I guess they have. They can't take it back. Exactly. So you are right. They can't take it back. Uh, and you do need to update your iOS app. Now, what they, what they were sending, depending on your, your uh, thoughts on the matter, wasn't necessarily the entire contents of your conversation. It was more the metadata of that. So um, time, where, what devices were used, maybe the IP address, which are interesting from an, uh, the ad tech, creepy sort of surveillance state stuff, but not the worst that we've seen in terms of privacy. So, you know, in degrees of risk, and I'm, I'm trying to acknowledge the weird world we are with the pandemic, um, and people trying to stay connected to their friends and their family. In fact, I had a church gathering uh, using a Zoom meeting, which if you've ever seen a bunch of rural New Brunswickers try and use like high tech, it is literally the funniest thing ever on the planet. And it was amazing. Hey, easy. It was a church meeting. Be kind. Come on. Where's your Where's your spirit? Oh, it was it was no, it was it was hilarious. It was, it was <laughs> great. Uh, the the they were helping each other, coaching, explaining where to find the little functions or buttons. It was uh, incredibly social, spiritual, and funny, which was exactly what I needed uh, last week. So you know, you bring up the funny uh, point of Zoom. I, I did a Zoom with my uh, siblings the other day, and the funniest thing was. People started to uh, do the psych eggs with, we were doing some trivia and they were like turning their fingertips into happy faces and sad faces. 
So I get the humor in Zooming. I'm sure everybody has their own way of dealing with it. Let's get back to um, the security risks and your privacy risks, because we don't have a ton of time, and I want to get to some of those things, David. So, yeah. So the, the Facebook iOS uh, mistake, um, again, not the privacy, the biggest privacy nightmare they've made, but um, certainly didn't look good on them. Um, the second thing was when privacy security researchers dove into that iOS mistake, they went and looked at the terms of service, that thing I tell everyone to always read, and they found a number of clauses that caused significant concern about whether uh, Zoom was mining the content of the meetings uh, to actually uh, sell ads or sell that data back to Google, etc. And the way that it was poorly worded led to a lot of confusion uh, and either a combination of fixing the wording or deciding that the PR attention they were getting was really bad. Uh, they actually on the weekend updated their privacy policy to specifically say they are not mining the content. That is, Zoom is not listening to your Zoom meetings and they're making that commitment, which is good. So that's a good news part of the story. Is Does Google own Zoom? Google does not own Zoom. Actually, Zoom was created uh, by former folks who worked for the big networking company Cisco. Uh, they didn't okay. like the, the Cisco video conferencing solution. They wanted something easier to use. Um, and uh, they invented this technology. I've been using it for a couple of years for my business. Uh, and it actually became a publicly traded company not that long ago, much to their benefit on the stock market. Uh, I bet. So, yeah. So that's- If you invested in Zoom right now, you're probably one of the only people that are happy about how your investment's doing. David, can we talk about Zoom? And because uh, you just brought up, you've been using it for business. Um, one of the things that uh, one of the question marks is, uh, what is my company tracking through Zoom? I understand that you can actually be recorded during your Zoom call. What you're looking for is a red dot. So maybe talk about things to be aware of if you're Zooming with your company. Absolutely. So, so you you raised the first point is um, etiquette and an acceptability of recording. Uh, Zoom calls and in sort of best practices to make sure you get consent. Um, if you don't need to record the meeting and keep it for a particular reason, I actually recommend not doing it because uh, that can be come back to bite you in the backside um, if that video uh, contains confidential discussions and you have a data breach, etc. So everybody can see that they're being recorded. Now, some things that employees might not know is that there's some additional settings in Zoom where you can actually see if people are paying attention. So you can actually see if the Zoom window is the active window on the desktop, if they have other things going on, if they're distracted, et cetera. And those are settings that hosts, those that organize the meeting, can turn on. So be aware that people can tell if you just have the uh, the app in the background and you've got a, a picture of you in front of your webcam uh, and you're actually kind of like pulling a Homer Simpson and sleeping through the uh, meeting. Right. Uh, right. (laughs) I understand you can also, you should also take advantage of the virtual background that people were killing. We were cracking each other up, changing our backgrounds the other day on our family zoom meetings, but these are actually really good to do. Uh, if you don't want anyone to see details of, of where you live and your personal habits or your home, you can just throw a background in there. Exactly. And, and that can be incredibly helpful. It can also remove distractions from the back, from, from, you know, your room. I'm fortunate I have a home office, so I'm not too worried about a virtual background that gives away my location per se. But maybe I don't want people to see my uh, collector's item uh, Harry Potter wand in the background. Too late. Uh, we now know. Nerd. <laughs> you do that long before this. 
So the other thing is um, Zoom meetings, a couple of other things um, for personal or business use. Do not, do not share your personal meeting ID. This is a permanent ID, a permanent link that can be used to get a hold of you. Think of it as your phone number for Zoom. And sharing that on social media can mean anyone can drop into your meeting. Um, so be careful mm. where you share your Zoom links. Um, and so is actually, that the same every time? Uh, the personal meeting ID, the the yeah. The unique one is the same one for you. If you okay. create a new meeting, it'll give you a random ID, which is much better. Uh, okay. So use the random IDs. Don't post them to social media. And make sure that you, um, if you're, particularly if you're running a classroom using Zoom, uh, <laughs> don't have people be, have the ability for people to turn their webcams on automatically. Make sure you filter who gets into your virtual classroom. There was a Norwegian school that had a naked man drop in the middle of one of their classes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, you know, there are some settings it's important to learn how to use, like the virtual lobby to admit people, so you can protect your privacy and avoid some of the... Um, the less desirables on the internet right now that are having a bit of a field day. Everybody wants to air out their junk and sometimes at the worst times. Listen, I want to uh, thank you very much for joining us today because I think it's important that we all, we're trying to find new ways to socialize and new ways to work in self-isolation. And it's important that we know how to be secure um, when we use virtual meeting rooms and, and places to meet up like Zoom. Thank you so much, David. As always, I appreciate your time. You're very welcome. Thanks for doing it.